When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Lobantoni. We're finally, finally back on ESPN One. I'm Tony Kornheiser, and that's why I've ended my boycott, because we're back on ESPN Well, you've ended one. one boycott. You haven't ended your boycott of the actual studio. You haven't ended that boycott. No, but that's coming soon, kids. Oh, is it? That's coming soon, yes. But soon is a relative term. Yeah. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Nets and Knicks are on heaters, and Booger McFarlane joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with Carlos Correa opting not to officially sign with the Giants and instead to agree with the Mets on a 12-year, $315 million contract. Reportedly, a medical concern surfaced when Correa took a physical for the Giants. It remains to be seen whether that will pop up with the Mets. Wilbon, assuming Correa actually signs with the Mets... What does this do for the Mets, and where does it leave the Giants? Tony, the Mets are the most loaded team. Who's more loaded? They're as loaded as the Dodgers. They're as loaded as anybody out there. And you've had some other loaded teams recently that lose some people, you know, like, um, who was I thinking? By the way, Houston, obviously, always loaded. The Braves are losing some guys, so they're less loaded. But the Mets, there's no amount of money that he won't spend, that Cohen won't spend. What's the, what's the amount? That's right. And he doesn't care. $90 million in luxury tax? So what? I mean, he's like, like the Warriors sort of pretend that they're going to be concerned about this one day and say, oh, you know, we're going to stop. We may not sign another guy. The Mets, they don't, even, they don't even look at the yellow sign. They just keep going. And so this is fascinating what the New York Mets are doing in a division that you pay wrapped attention to. I do. Because the Nationals, who won a World Series just a few years ago, like others, are going to be left behind. Wow. Wow, wow for the New York Mets. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning the Washington Nationals. They will be lucky to win 50 games next year, given what that division looks like. Look, I don't know Carlos Correa's health history at all, but I know when you put him out there, he's a great shortstop. And so is Francisco Lindor, Lindor, who's also out there which is why Correa is going to do what Alex Rodriguez did when he looked over at Derek Jeter when he joined the Yankees. He played third base. Correa is going to play third base. So the left side of the Mets infield has $315 million at third and $341 million at short. They better not let a ball go through. When I first heard about this, I thought it was like San Diego envy. They wanted to collect all the rest of the shortstops that the Padres didn't have. But you're correct about the owner the amount of money, it's over $800 million in payroll. Because don't forget about Scherzer or Verlander or Diaz and, and the Japanese free kid who throws agents. 105. It's free agents this year. Yep. You know, it's, it's an amazing, yes, it's an amazing amount of money. And, and it seems to me reasonable that Pete Alonso, who was the home run champ, and Jeff McNeil, who was the batting champ, are going to call up the owner and ask for a little something, something, too. Yeah. Honestly, Mike... I don't know what it means for the Giants because the Giants don't have Correa or Judge, but they didn't have them last year. So they have the same team. It's a pretty good team anyway. The they Mets, just don't have anything the great. The Mets were the team of your youth. Are you now going yes. to jump ship on the Nationals 
who mean nothing no. to you except the last 10 years. No. And go back to the team well, of your youth. No. Huh? I'm happy for them. No, I'm happy for them. I think it's wonderful for them. But, Mike, yeah. someday baseball is going to realize they have to realign the divisions in terms of payroll wow. and not in terms of geography. Wow. Because of what these teams are Division spending. Division one, two, and three, it'll be like the colleges. Let's move to New York. We're already in New York and Queens, but now we're going to move to Manhattan and Brooklyn, where the NBA is suddenly fantastic. The Nets have won six straight and hosted depleted Warriors tonight. And the Knicks go for their ninth win in a row tonight at home in the garden against the Raptors. So which of these New York teams has earned your belief, one, both, or neither? I will get to that question in a second, but I want to be clear here as a native New Yorker that the Brooklyn Nets could win 82 games in a row and they would not matter. So if you tell me they've won six in a row, nobody is paying attention. But if the New York Knicks win three in a row, because that never happens, if they win three in a row, guys on the streets are saying, you think Randall's as good as Reed? You think Barrett's as good as Frazier? And if they've won eight in a row... There's apoplexy in the city because they think they're going to win a championship. Remember, Mike, two championships all time, and the last one is probably 50 years ago. Yeah. They are starved for a championship. I believe in the Knicks to this extent. They're a better team now than they've been in a while. They should be a playoff team, which for them is an accomplishment. Your boy Tom Thibodeau did this one thing that this was told to me yesterday by Brian Windhorst, that he plays Emmanuel quickly and Quentin Grimes. I know you know them. Yes. Plays them about 22, 23 minutes a game because they play defense. And And as a result of their defense, the Knicks are third in field goals against and fifth in threes against. They're better than they've been in a long time. That's what Tibbs does, Tony. He brings defense. He did that as an assistant coach various places, including 2008 with Doc Rivers and that championship Celtics team as an assistant. Then that earned him a job in Chicago where they got to the conference finals once and should have been in a second time, and they did it largely on defense, even though they had a spectacular young Derrick Rose. But let me give somebody else credit besides Tibbs. Jalen Brunson, who the Dallas Mavericks, maybe the Mavericks figured we can't keep him. He's going to go with his father is an assistant coach, and he's going to go to the Knicks. And I have talked to Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is as self-made a player. First at Villanova, all right, where he won, and then in the pros, first in Dallas and New York, as there's been in 25 years, Jalen Brunson. All right, Jalen Brunson's name, if this continues, had better be mentioned, starting to at least, in the conversation for MVP. Because that's what he's done. Is he spectacular? Okay. Not necessarily. I tell you what. You think Luka Doncic and his flirting with 500 self would like to have Jalen Brunson back? Because Jalen Brunson is amazing. He's what your point guard to be. Smart, organized, tough, protects the ball, makes the big plays. Makes all those guys you mentioned, Grimes, Barrett, Randall, quickly makes them better. Tibbs can depend on him. Jalen Brunson, Chicago's own, by the way. Let me get that in there. This well, kid that, that is figures, great. And I'm course, jealous the that the Knicks have Chicago. him. I'm jealous the Knicks have him. I am. Um, so the you Nets, don't trust by the, the way, Nets, Kevin though, Durant right? is back in the MVP discussion. They don't yeah, but, but you don't Nets. trust the Nets, do you? No. You, you don't no. trust the no, Nets. I no, I don't. Nobody trusts the Nets. No. And even if the Nets win the championship, if the Knicks... Win two games in the playoffs, they'll get the parade. Championship. Not the Nets. They'll get the parade. We move now to the sad news of the death of Franco Harris at 72. Mm. And this is particularly poignant because this weekend is the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. 
And the Steelers and Raiders are playing each other to commemorate that game. Wilbon, your thoughts on the life, career, impact, and importance of Franco Harris. Well, Tony, you know, the world we live in now in which you have two generations of people that don't even respect, barely acknowledge history, pe people don't know. If you're not on a, a new commercial run, you know, they can know that. But they don't know Franco Harris, who retired as the third leading rusher all time when he retired. I mean, Franco Harris's greatness is one thing. And then I got to know Franco Harris in retirement. Where I just, I was lucky. I was in a couple of coffee shops or hotel restaurants in the morning and Franco was in there because it was Super Bowl week or something or he was there for an NBA game or golf. And I got to sit around and just listen to Franco Harris. There's no nicer man, Tony, as a former athlete that I've ever met than Franco Harris, who always had time. He always had time to sign something, pose for something, have a chat yeah. with some kid who wanted to meet him. And in Pennsylvania for the Steelers... Maybe a franchise other than the Packers and Bears with the most beloved individuals over a long period of time, 50, 60, 70 years. Franco Harris is as beloved a Steeler as there is. And I, yeah, I, I have I been in that. awe of him. Even when I got to know him, Tony, I, was, I have been in awe of Franco Harris. So he's an all-timer. He had one great gift in having the name Franco. Yeah. Nobody had had that name before in sports, so everybody remembered it. And he had another great gift, and that is the immaculate reception. Yes. Catching that ball, that is a play that may very well be the most well-known play in the history of the NFL. And whoever gave it that name, immaculate reception, was brilliant. Because the teams that he was on in Pittsburgh were primarily known for defense. They were called the Steel Curtain, another brilliant nickname. And yet Terry Bradshaw and Franco Harris and Swan and Stallworth were as well-known as Mean Joe Green and, and Ham and Lambert. And that play, and I want to focus on it, because the point of view of the camera is right in his eyes. You see him going for the ball, yeah. catching the ball. It's not from behind. It's not from the side. You see Franco Harris make that play. If you are a football fan in America, you have seen that at least 300 times. I share with you the notion that Franco Harris remained extraordinarily popular in Pittsburgh, and people liked him. Unlike you, I only met him once, and I'll describe this. I mean, not in a locker room. I mean, outside of a right. locker room. I was doing a Monday night game, and I was in Pittsburgh, and I had some time to kill, and I was just walking down a street, just a street, uh. looking in storefronts. Somebody comes walking across the street. I see it out of the corner of my eye. It's Franco Harris. Franco Harris comes over to me, introduces himself, and says, Welcome to Pittsburgh. I was slap-jawed by this. I'm totally so thrilled. Him. I mean, so I, I could not imagine this. Yeah. It was great. Tony. It's absolutely Tony, great. To, to be that gracious, to be that yeah. warm, when you are besieged. Listen, I walked down a street for like a block with Franco Harris once on the way to a Steelers game, down the hill from the hotel. And it was just, it was amazing. And he always had time. Always, always, always. Yeah. At a time in which it wasn't about social Robin. media. So I'm glad you had that moment. It more just... people, more people recognized him in Pittsburgh yeah. and honked their horns and stopped the cars than recognize you in a loop. Okay. Let's take a break. Let's hope so. Coming up, we will ask Booger McFarland whether he would rather play against an injured Jalen Hurts or a healthy Gardner Minshew. We'll also ask him which part of Chandler Jones' touchdown. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Let's dig into some NFL questions with our great friend from NFL Primetime and Monday Night Countdown. Today we're in a Grove 23 quarter zip. Mr. Booger McFarlane, neither Will Bond nor I have played that. That's Michael Jordan's course. Though the Socialite's a member, Eddie Sorkin is a member. We are jealous of you. We are jealous of you. That's why he wore it. Having your food and drink delivered by drones. All right, here we go. Let's start with this. Booger, if you were on the Dallas defense, would you rather face an injured Jalen Hurts or a healthy Gardner Minshew? It's got to be a healthy Gardner Minshew because even an injured Jalen Hurts is way faster than me, you, and Tony put together because I, I mean, that dude squat like 600 pounds. His athletic ability is phenomenal, and I get it. The shoulder's banged up, but his legs are not. So he still can be elusive in the pocket, still can move around. He still can make those second reaction plays. Now, as we talk about this, let's remember now, Gardner Minshew is no slouch. He's played a lot of football, and he's more than an adequate backup, and I think he'll be able to go out and run that offense, just not to the level that Jalen Hurts has run it all season. Booger, if you were on the 11-3 and three Vikings, would you feel you're as good as your record is, or would you pay any attention to just being plus two, which suggests you're a 500 team? Would either of those things influence the way you feel about yourselves? Well, and not really, Mike, because uh, let's understand this. Parcells once says you are what your record says you are. So they have to understand that's what they are. The reason people perceive them or don't look at them the way their record is is because their defense is terrible. I mean, let's face it. Their offense is phenomenal, but their defense couldn't stop me, you, Mike, and Tony together <laughs> like in playing street ball. No question, no way, no how could it stop it. So until they're able to play some defense, until they're able to match what their offense can do from an explosive standpoint, Nobody, and I mean nobody's going to be afraid of that team. All right, this is going to be a weird topic, but I got to go here. The, the turnover celebrations in which the whole defense goes to one end of the field. <laughs> Every time there's a turnover, Booger, there's never any individuality. Just go one in the field. Every single team, every single turnover. Am I just being a grouchy old man or as a defender himself, lawn. a creative guy like yourself, do you find this boring and lazy? I'm, I, I'm just picturing Mike. Mike wants them to do the worm or to do the individual <laughs> breakdancing move yes. by themselves or yes. something. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what Mike is wanting right now. <laughs> Let's understand how this got started. If, 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 if we go back to 2020, 
when COVID first got started, they put those video boards in the end zone. And so the reason the players run to the end zone, it's a way that they can stand in front of that video screen slash mirror and kind of see themselves to create some energy because the stands were empty because of COVID. So that's where that all originated from. And I think the players kind of got used to it and they're still doing it. But Mike, you and I need to teach some individual dance classes. Maybe if not the worm, the snake, maybe the tango or something where we can kind of work in pairs. There we go. I like The camera's going to find you. I mean, COVID or not, the camera's going to find you now. Get some originality in that celebration. That's what I'm talking about. That's the charm of this show. Two old men screaming, get off my lawn, almost all the time. Booger, we'll get you out of here on this. Just, I just want to mention, the golf carts at Grove 23 go 40 <laughs> miles an hour. 40 miles an hour. Let's get out of here on this. As a defensive guy, what part do you think Chandler Jones enjoyed the most in the worst play in the history of football. Snagging the lateral, scoring the touchdown, or stiff-arming your boy Mac Jones to the ground. Well, first of all, it's got to be catching the football because as I've shared with you on this program before, we're athletes, not just big athletes. We're athletes first. And so now once we catch the football, now I can go back to my running back days and stiff arm Mac Jones without it being called a personal foul because God knows if you sneeze on the quarterback nowadays, they're going to call rough in the passer. So I guarantee you he enjoyed catching that ball and then stiff arming Mac Jones. And if you're Mac Jones, you want to forget about that play because that, is, that, that could possibly be the worst tackle I've ever seen attempted by anyone <laughs> on the football field. It was indeed it. brutal. Thank you, Booger, Thank as you, always. Booger. Thank, you. It. Thank you. Anytime, fellas. Let's take one last break, but still to come, the Colts make a change at quarterback. Again? And Nikola Jokic has another special game. That's all he's had lately. He's up there putting up yeah. wilt. Numbers. Will. Yeah, the, Will. they had to bench Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan should retire gracefully. Just, just get out as gracefully as possible. I feel bad for Matt yeah, Ryan. I do. Me too, because he's better than this. Yeah. He's better than this. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Happy time, people. Happy 27th birthday, Hunter Renfro. The Raiders slot receiver was a two-time national champion at Clemson and a fifth-round draft pick in 2019. Renfro had a Pro Bowl season last year. He had 103 catches, 
1,038 yards, nine touchdowns. That got him a two-year, $32 million extension. But Renfro, like Pro Bowl tight end Darren Waller, has been injured most of this year. Renfro has played in only six games, and he has yet to score a touchdown. Both he and Waller were activated for last Sunday's bizarre last play victory over New England. On paper, a receiving core of Renfro, Waller, and the great Devontae Adams could help the Raiders make a late playoff push, but they've only played three games together so far. Anton, once again, the Raiders are a promise. And we look at the teams on paper and those names in their roster, you go, oh, wow, these guys should be as good as, and then you fill in the blank, but they're not. I know some right. of it's injuries, some of it's underperformance, and some of it's a mystery, but the Raiders aren't getting it done. Happy anniversary, Barry Sanders. On this day, 25 years ago, the Lions' great running back completed the third ever 2,000-yard season by gaining 184 rushing yards in the final game of the season. Sanders had 2,000 on the nose, and in that moment, the fans and even the announcers were concerned that he might lose yardage after reaching that plateau. Given that Sanders has the most negative rushing yards in NFL history, 1,114, woo! But Sanders erased all doubt by bolting for a 60-yard run. Now there are eight members of the 2000 fraternity, most recently Derrick Henry in 2020. Sanders retired so young. He was 30 in his last season. He was then 1,457 yards behind Walter Payton. Well, then I think Sanders would have easily gotten there. Of course, Emmett Smith later blew by both of them. Yeah, Tony, I, I must admit, I, I got to watch Barry Sanders' career, a lot of it in person you know, covering pro football uh, for the Washington Post for a lot of those years. I didn't appreciate him enough. I just didn't. And maybe that's because Walter Payton was such a different style, and I appreciated that more yeah. than that being my hometown team. But him and, and, and he and Emmett Smith, I mean, you know, I should have appreciated Barry more, and the game certainly misses him because there's been no one like him since. No one. You're right. Happy trails to the top spot in the West for the Memphis Grizzlies. Nikola Jokic had 13 points, 13 rebounds, and 13 assists. And Jeff Green had a highlight reel dunk as Denver built a 23-point lead over Memphis early in the second quarter, then cruised to a 105-91 win to claim first place in the West. This was Jokic's second straight triple-double after going 40-27-10 on Sunday. Wilt. Jokic is just the third NBA oh. player ever to go 13-13-13 which sounds nonsensical until you find out the other two are Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Jokic also had a crazy backwards between the legs pass for an assist, and Green's dunk brought his teammates to their feet. Aaron Gordon said of the 36-year-old Green, and I quote, his new nickname is Vino. He ages like fine wine. Tony, just two weeks ago, I said to somebody, no, Jokic is great. He's great, but he, there's no chance of winning a third consecutive MVP last done by Larry Bird. But you watch what he's done in these recent games, and I'm, let me zip it and just watch and appreciate Jokic now, because he does have a chance. Let's go to the big finish Let's do if it. we could. The Ravens signed Sammy Watkins to replace the injured Devin Duvernay. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It doesn't make sense to me that the Packers cut him. I, I don't understand that. The Colts will start Nick Foles over Matt Ryan against the Chargers Monday night. Is that an upgrade? I don't think it's an upgrade, but Matt Ryan's had a really rough year, and he should exit gracefully yeah. at this point. He's been a good quarterback. The Wizards beat the Suns to snap their 10-game losing streak. Did you have that one? No. Uncharacteristic giveaway by the Suns. That was just a giveaway game at home. You don't get it. College quarterback JT Daniels has reportedly selected Rice for his sixth and final season. Does that make sense? 
So he went to USC, he went to Georgia, he went to West Virginia. He's going to finish up at Rice and get a degree from a great academic school. That's, that's a smart thing to do. Last one. RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl tonight. I know you'll be watching. Yeah. Western mm. Kentucky and South Alabama. Mm. Which direction are you going? I'm in? going north to the clicker on that one. I don't know. There's got to be some NBA games on. How did I know that? Some Dick Wolf. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. Happy holidays, everybody. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple podcast. Sympathies, condolences to all the Franco Harris fans out there. Thinking about my friend Leslie Wiley, among others. We're with you in spirit today and going forward. Here's Sports Center.